Welcome back to the second hour of Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I am Harmony Kaplan, and he is Grant Whitaker. Oh, I was hoping you still remembered. Yes. Oh, look at me. Look at you. <laughs> um, Allison will be back next week, but I am happy to have Grant here with me today. And this is the time in the show when we take your questions, and we are happy to do that. Grant knows a lot. And and you know a little. I know a little. <laughs> and the, the number to call is 651-641-1071. You can also email us anytime. You can go to the mytalk1071.com shop girls page where you can uh, email us. You can go to Twitter at Harmony Kaplan and at Grant Fashion Style. Grant Fashion Style. Super okay. easy. Yes. So there is no end to ways to reach us. So um, if you have questions, and Lexi, I can barely see you, but uh, there you are. I can see you. If if there's calls and I don't notice, you let me know, please. Okay, yeah, oh, no problem. Okay. Um, but meanwhile, I want to talk about Jane Fonda. Love Jane Fonda. Who doesn't love Jane Fonda? Um, and she is now, once again, you know, we all kind of knew her in the 80s when she did all her workouts and she is working with h&m yes and she is showing they've come up with a new collection that is all about giving your body the movement it needs to best take care of you Mm -hmm. and you and i were talking about how great it is to say to call it move wear yeah, yeah, because not everybody can get out there and really, you know, run a marathon or exactly. do, you know, great, you know, two hour workouts. But moving's important. And I think it's great that they have enlisted Jane Fonda along with um, a choreographer that I did not know. I don't know if you did, Grant. His name is Jaquel Knight. Yes. And they have a whole campaign um, that. They have done, they've done a great video and they, they're really showing. It's a great video. A, a movement workout. And the, the collection just launched yesterday. Isn't today the 5th of today, August? Yes. yes. Okay. The 6th so of August. Is today the 6th? Yes. How time flies. Okay. August 4th is when this launched. So it just launched. And the H&M, it's called the H&M Move Collection. And the whole idea is to just get they want the whole world to be moving. And Jane Fonda is 84. Yes. Everybody should look that good at 84. Maybe at 70 they should look that good, or at 60 even. She's amazing. She is amazing. But, you know, the whole concept of this is really, like you said, it's about all the different ways one moves. So it's it's literally like move wear that's designed to be for stretching, for this, for that, for dancing, for walking, for anything that you can think of. Right. And I, I love the commercial. She talks about the fact, too, that there's certain things that she can't do anymore, but she loves to move. Yes. That, and, and that that's what's important. And she said it's not about sports or being the most athletic or being thin. It's about giving your body the movement it needs to best take care of you. She said being a mover has made it possible for me to stay fit and healthy, both mentally and physically throughout my life. And in my opinion, the older you are, the more important it is to move, even if it's very slow as it is for me. Well, but it's so, also about the clothing, about the yeah. fact that it's comfortable. It's got a, a certain amount of like four way stretch to it. Right. So, I mean, Moisture this is, wicking, exactly. they said. Yes. And they've got everything from tops and jackets, um, tights, bras, 
everything, whether you're, you know, doing training or running or, or whatever. Um, and the, I was going to, oh, I, I, cause I loved what she said. What bothers me, she said, despite being in her eighties and as she said, close to death, as she jokes, she's still very active. And she said, age doesn't really bother her. She said, what bothers me is that my body, you know, basically is not mine. My knees are not mine. My hips are not mine. My shoulders are not mine. You're looking at somebody who's only me from here up. So, I I mean, but, you know, she jokes about it. But at the same time, she obviously takes good care of herself. And I think that it's just, it's a great, um, I, I looked at the prices they there were some pieces that were twenty five thirty five dollars. There were jackets that were ninety nine. I think. Right. But um, it's a good look, and what she's wearing in the video and in the ads that they have is very attractive to wear, even if you're out and about. Well, I will tell you just from a styling perspective, really quickly. H and M used to do some of the best workout stuff. Is that right? The technology of what they had come up with. I mean, it was the some of the best quality. I have pieces that I still have had for years. And they, so it's so nice because they took that away for a while. Yeah. And now to have brought it back in this way, you're also going to get some really great quality. I mean, really great quality of stuff. Well, that's good. Well, the other thing, and I mean, I hope you looked at this, Grand. I sent it to you. Yeah. Um, I guess I hadn't seen the Tonight Show uh, <laughs> this week, or at least that night. Jane Fonda was on there as the ultimate coastal grandma. And we've talked about this Allie and I have talked many times during Whose Look about this yes. has been a very big theme that kind of it really got its start on TikTok with an influencer, a social media influencer named Lex Nicoletta. She really started this whole coastal grandma mm-hmm. thing. So on Wednesday's Tonight Show, she teamed up with Jimmy Fallon and they did a parody music video where she was showcasing the coastal grandma aesthetic and did such a great job. First of all, she looked fabulous she you did. Know, the the neutral colors and the um cardigan just kind of twisted around tied around her neck and at at the and she was wearing oh excuse me the the, the floppy, floppy hat, hat and the statement um, necklace yeah statement necklace and, and linen the, pants linen pants you can't go wrong with that and you know everybody talks about that nancy myers films are kind of the ones that first inspired this it's really just a very nice summer pretty way of looking um, but in the song, he sings about your gardening gloves just drive me crazy. Only you could wear 18 shades of beige and navy, open concept kitchen, sensible shoes, divorce your husband, and then binge the view. I just loved it. And the, at the very end of it, she opens her handbag and says, anybody need Tums? Yes, exactly. But she does. She does a great job in it. I mean, she's not afraid to kind of But you know, it is have such fun. a trend. Oh, it's, it's I mean, a major especially thing. if you are on the East Coast and you are near any sense of water, especially up north. I yeah. mean, it's like very that's all you see is this kind of well, coastal trend. And let me tell you, I was in the Hamptons for the first time uh, in June. I know for the first time. And look at you. I mean, you know, I sort of felt like I didn't belong. But was it ever fun to go and to see all the people? And we were at a vineyard one evening um, and you sit on the patio or on the lawn sure. and there's music playing and you can get a glass of wine and um, fruit and cheese. And everybody looks like they came out of a rough Lauren. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, I, I felt like a voyeur, Yeah, but it was 
fun. Oh, I love the Hamptons. It's really fun. Oh, yeah. And so much style and great shopping. Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. It is fun shopping. Anyway, so I I think that, you know, that's um, it's a look that anybody can wear if you put it together right. So, you know, talking about getting sweaty because, you know, kind of you do if you work out, as we were talking about with the H&M look. Do you know that that's one of the new looks in beauty trends? Yes, I do. Sweaty. Yeah. Dewy. Dewy sweaty. Dewy sweaty. It's getting more. Do tell. It's, It's like. Well, you know, we've been talking about this for a long time. I mean, it's that kind of fresh kind of look, but it's getting a little bit more like wet kissed is what they're referring to here. Yeah. And so the makeup artist that they're talking to is talking about how you get this look. A lot of it is with a little soft touch of shimmer, a little bit of bronze or a little bit of illuminating Primer is what they're talking about, but it's just kind of making sure that your skin looks like it's been a little oil kiss. Well, you know, it was interesting because speaking of the view, mm-hmm. um, I was watching yesterday and Sarah Haynes, she's adorable mm-hmm. and she is the one that always is dressed in the latest looks and, you know, because she's got the figure and, and she's, they really, they really they do, do a most good job with, with styling. Yes. And yes. they always have her hair in a different style. She has blonde hair for anyone who doesn't know. And it's kind of like not quite to her shoulder, I would yeah. say. And they, I looked at her yesterday. It's Marilyn-esque in a way. Yeah. 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 Modern. I, I looked at her yesterday and I thought it's the sweaty trend because they had her hair kind of greased back yeah and hanging long but it did it looked like it was still wet yes and then she had a a yellow off the off one shoulder right dress it's very um beyonce drunken love like i mean it's very that look like you're wet and you're on the beach and you've just been kissed by the sun and kissed by a little bit of water yeah do we have somebody on the line lex we do okay who am i talking to this is going to be Amir, and he had a question about suits, um, where to get a suit on a budget. Okay. Amir, are you there? Hi, yes. Sure. What is your question? So I, I, I want to get some fancy clothes, some nice clothes, like a suit specifically, but all these suits that I'm seeing are so expensive, and I'm on a budget, and yeah. I was wondering if you guys had any recommendations on where I can get a suit, kind of on the cheap, uh, but still look really nice. Okay. Yeah, and I'm happy to give you some recommendations. What's your sizing? Oh, that's a good question that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> Are you tall? Uh, I'm six feet. Yeah. So just really quickly, I mean, here's a couple of options. So online, you know, if you want something custom and you have some time, you can always get great things eBay, Amazon, all those things. A lot of those vendors, Etsy these days, you'll find something fun, trendy. You can kind of maximize in sizing. You're probably, you'll want to figure out, are you tall or regular? Those are something too. You can go to an expensive store, try in a really great suit, figure out your fitting from there so that you know properly what you need and then go out and start to look. Um, if you are looking for something that might be on sale right now, Suit Supply sometimes at Galleria has yeah. great finds. Suit Supply. Jackson where? Gray is another one that locally is really good. In the Galleria. Atmosphere and- is also really a great one for like some suits locally that you can go and get some great pieces. Um, what about Bonobos? Bonobos is also really great. It just depends on what you're looking for. If you're more colorful and you want more accents, you may need to go online. If you're looking for something that's super tailored, might be more affordable, I would just start to get out to some of those local places. But the key to it all is to find that expensive suit that you really like, try it on, know how it fits you, figure out your sizing, and then go from there. Oh, okay. Very cool. Thank you so much. Does that help? I hope it does. 
No, it it does. Yeah, I just I just want to I want I want to dress nicely. I want to take my girlfriend Lexi, who's actually producer on the show, out somewhere nice, and I want to dress fancy while doing it. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, and that's that will help Lexi. She'll be happy. Okay, thanks <laughs> yeah, for sure calling. Bye. All right, bye. Lexi, did you know he was going to take you out? Uh, not that he was going to take me out. I just was letting him know that we had the call-in section right now, and if he had a question. But <laughs> well, when Brad's nice here, it's always good to have. Well, have what a great, sweet, romantic thing. That's to do. nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are going to have to take a break now because you know what comes up next, Grant. Harmony's tech report. Yes. So don't go away. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Here today with Grant Whitaker, I'm Harmony Kaplan, and it is 1218, Grant. You know what that means. It is time for Harmony's Tech Report. The internet is is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. Well, Are you ready, Smarty Pants? Uh, of course, always. <laughs> um, you know, we have to keep talking about NFTs, mm-hmm. which you know what that stands for. Yes. <laughs> yes? I do. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Go for it. <laughs> Non-fungible tokens. See, I just wanted to make sure you could pronounce <clears throat> oh, it. Oh, you're so full of it. Anyway, <laughs> Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Is getting into how this could you not COVID. know what NFTs are? You do hear it daily. It's on the news. Yeah, I but do I watch don't, the Today Show. But truthfully, I don't think everybody knows what it stands for. They just know it as NFTs. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. And some people really don't care. Yeah. I'm one of them. Well, actually. and you like to use those big words. So. I do because I want to show just how smart I really am. Right. Okay. Anyway, uh, Tiffany's is releasing a collection of 250 NFTs. They or they just did this actually yesterday. And they can be redeemed by buyers for a pendant. Now, this part is cute. The pendant is called an NF TIFF. Oh. Got that? Got it. Isn't that that. cute? Tiffany's NFTs? Okay. So the pre sale opened on Wednesday to 100 crypto punks who are holders that have been, don't even ask me to explain all of that, but this is a group that um, has been singled out that hold on to. Uh, this brand. Crypto uh, punks. Crypto punks, right. Yeah. Okay, so... With green hair. Oh, those guys. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, each NFT includes the redeemable pennant designed to look like the NFT avatar mm. that of the crypto punks. Mm-hmm. Costs 30 ethers, because, you know, that's what it is when you're on the um, blockchain, which Got is it. as opposed to money, right? That's... You got that whole thing, you know? Yeah, I'm laughing. I can't help it. Hey, what can I say? (laughs) All right. But right now, at this time, they're worth more than $47,000. So shoppers are limited to buying a maximum of three NF TIFFs, uh, which is over $140,000. And the collection comes from the CryptoPunk collection. And actually, this apparently is a highly sought-after set. So with the necklaces, now the necklaces sound nice. They're made of 18-karat rose or yellow gold. Mm. And beyond that, they have, um, wait, I'm trying to, did I miss a page here to tell me about that? No, they, they have um, all kinds of stones in them, different varieties from diamonds 
to sapphires and also baguette stones, not the bread, the yes. actual stones. Yes. Okay. So NF sales have slowed in recent months. Um, on OpenSea, the largest NFT marketplace, it was less than a third of what it was in May. In June, it was less than a third of what it had been in May. However, the monthly transactions in June still topped over $695 million. So, you know, that's a lot of money. But the CryptoPunk NFT collection is well known for selling at high prices. Uh, in February, one of them sold for 8,000 ethers or the equivalent of 20 over $23 million. Is so, this something you can only get online? Can you go into the store and deal with this? No, you can't go into the store. You go to nft.tiffany.com, hashtag NFTIFF. And that's where you can find out more about it. You didn't think I'd know that, did you? Well, I was glad you did. <laughs> well, I tried. I was thinking you thought it came in a Tiffany box. Uh, okay. It would be nice. Maybe it does when they <laughs> make the pen in for you. It probably does. So, you know, the Roomba. Yes. Well, Amazon really wants to know everything about you. They have just bought iRobot, which is the makers of Roomba, for $1.7 billion. Wow. Um, because they want the iRobot's the mapping abilities. You know, the, they kind of can map out your home and they can find out exactly what room is what, how big they are, all of that kind of thing. Are there and crumbs? And this kind of data, yeah, well, the crumbs they don't care about. <laughs> but the, this kind of data is gold you know, yeah, to them course. because all they want is for you to buy more stuff. So when they know things about you and how your ho home is laid out, um, this can only help them in their pursuit. So they have, you know, at times shared history with um, the police department, like from the ring doorbell, yeah. you know, which has probably helped. But... Every smart speaker through their through all of that information of your floor plan and all that, they can get more information about your daily life. Um, and and the newest model of Roomba, the J7, actually is front facing. It has a camera that can detect more than forty three million objects in your home. Wow! Do you have forty three million objects in your home? Maybe. Do you probably do? Well, I'm sure I probably yeah. like no. Not no, that not that many. But anyway, it's kind of an interesting thing that they're um, getting into that and buying that because mainly for the purpose of just finding well, out I mean, more about you. Well, I mean, the Roomba, let alone, was great technology. Yeah, it is. It is. But I don't want them using that to find out everything about me, like that there's popcorn <laughs> under my sofa or things like that. Um, anyway, there's all this talk that HBO Max isn't dead yet, but it's coming uh, in the summer of 2023, it will be, and there will be a new service replacing HBO Max and Discovery Plus. HBO Max has a competitive feature set, but its performance and customer issues have not been so good. They sometimes struggle with their streaming when people tune in for big things and they can't get to them. So for right now, they're not going to go on a, a cancellation spree of their shows, but they did cancel Batman. They had Bat Batgirl. They had made it for $90 million and they have shelved it. So there are changes coming at HBO Max. You can watch it now, but we don't know what's going to happen. And that's the tech report for now. When we come back, it's time to ask the experts. 
Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. You are listening to Harmony Kaplan here with Grant Whitaker. And this is the portion of the show, Grant, where mm-hmm. we, you know, a lot of times Allie and I feel like we know things and we can give answers, but they're not necessarily, you know, like an expert's answer. And so we'd like to look at it in a different way and we say, maybe what we really should do is ask an expert. We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We got an expert here. So we got an expert here. Yeah. We got it, Grant. And the expert is none other than you. Thank you. I brought my own expert with me today. You did. Because, you know, we talk about all the shows you do, and we know that you put on Fashionopolis, which is coming up on... September 23rd. September 23rd at the Four Seasons. Yes. Um, And we go to... All of us, at some time or another, most of us have gone to a fashion show. And we sit there and we enjoy it, and we listen to the music, and we see the clothes... I don't think most people know what goes in to putting on even a simple fashion show. Yeah. Let alone something that is more spectacular. Well, God knows you have put a few on. Yeah. You know, putting on a fashion show, I think a lot of people just see the end product. Right. You know, just like when you're at a restaurant, you get your plate, you get your food and you enjoy yourself. You know, putting on a fashion show is it's really hard work. I, yes, I'm aware of that. It really is. You know, like in terms of like the starting process for me, I work in multiple different ways. Sometimes I get to be the producer and the person who gets to be creative and pull out all the stops. Sometimes I just come in as the stylist. Sometimes I'm just behind the scenes sending or calling the show, which means I'm standing there telling the models when to go or figuring out the timing or the choreography in those instances. What's your favorite thing to do? Um, You like to do it from start to finish? I do, because I think that means I'm immersive in that process, too. So, like, for example, this past year, I got an opportunity to work with um, Canterbury on a Kentucky Derby fashion show. Okay. So, which meant from that instance, I was figuring out what the staging was going to be, and we had a big production budget. So, I mean, there was a lot of staging, and we had a big X in the runway, and it was about... 52 feet long. So that means in an expo center, I'm bringing in runway, you know, staging, lighting, curtains, sound, all of those things. You know, with those shows, a lot of times I like to build backgrounds or, you know, I work with a really great video person who helps me build out my concepts. And we have a lot of people I would gather to put a whole thing like that. It does. There's multiple people. You have sound, you have lighting, you have, you know, audio visual that you have as a part of that. I have assistant producers that help me. I have assistant stylists that help me. Um, We typically, you know, there's casting for the models that you're doing. All right, wait, let's start. If you're going, you've got the job. Yes. Okay, what's the first thing that you do? How How do you begin? So the first thing I usually do is I build out a deck. And I send that to the client saying, these are the different ideas that we can work on. Mm-hmm. You know, based on what your needs are, here's what we can do. And here's some creative. That's a part of that. Okay. And then after the client says, this is the direction we want to go, we talk about all the specifics. A lot of times for me, it's the wardrobe because it's, that's the main concept. What right. are we going to do with the clothing? Where is it going to come from? You yeah. know, am I working for you? What's the styling going to look like? Then the next component, usually on top of that for me, is music. 
we start to think about the music because that's, cause a that's big part. well, it's the driving base for the models to walk to. It's the foundation of what you're going to do. And then typically once we figure that out, then I go into the video direction. What does that mean? So what are the backgrounds that you're going to have or what's the lighting in that instance that you're going to look at to light it? And, you know, I have I'm 46. I've been at this for a long time. I did my first show when I was 19 years old for Goldwell Hair Company. Really? So, I mean, long time history of doing events and shows. So once you move through that process and you're getting clothing, that's the one thing that people don't know about. When I pull from a store, for example, or from a vendor, we re-inventory everything that I have. What does that mean? So I, I work on a system that says I have X amount of pieces. These have come in. I label every hanger and every piece of clothing, every belt, every handbag, every piece of jewelry. So that knows oh. when we are done with the fashion show yeah. or I take it out of selection to build outfits, I know where everything's come from and I know how to get everything back. I would assume it's easier if you're doing a show where it's one store yeah. or if, you know, or let's say you're at the Galleria and you're pulling from there as opposed to like Fashionopolis, you're getting things from Fashionopolis is 25 stores sometimes. And they're not in one mall. I mean, they're all over. They're all over. And so with that, we bring everything to my studio. Which so do, means who goes and picks all of these things out and my, picks them up? Myself and probably usually five other people. Okay. So we're picking up that merchandise, we're bringing it all in, and once it comes in, we re-inventory everything. In a book, I have a certain color sticker or safety pin or whatever that states these this vendor has given us X amount of pieces, and this is what their hangers look like, their belts look like, everything. Oh, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work because you can't do anything without having the merchandise, And the responsibility of a producer or a fashion stylist or anybody is to return that merchandise the way you got it. Right, right. They're trusting you. you Right. And a lot of people don't realize that this day and age, the only reason I can do these larger productions is because the vendors now trust that I'm going to return their merchandise the way I got it. They know you. You've got a a built-in trust. Yes, absolutely. And how do you know, you were talking about the models. All right, first of all, where do you get the models? How do you know that... I mean, are they all such a perfect size that you know everything's going to fit them? How does that work? You know, it's such a great question because a lot of talent will say to me, oh, I don't need to try that on because Grant knows my body. Really? You know, or because you've worked with people, you know, for a lot of years. I roll with a lot of people that I have and try to support a lot of models. A lot of the people that work for me all work in the fashion industry and then come in and work for me in the events arena, other things, because I also do creative events. Right. Um. But with that being said, we do fittings yeah. or I am looking at their size, typically the number, like for a woman, a two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, will tell me and guide me. I look at their height and know that. But you can't alter anything, right? I mean, if, if you can't, some, I mean, it's got to fit no, as is. We we do small alterations, which means you're kind of pinning some things, you're safety pinning some things. You are using some stretch materials. You're using double stick tape, things like that to make them work. Because you can't, you can't mock up the pieces. Yeah, which makes it harder. Is there a big selection of local models in town? You know, years ago when I was working at Dayton's and we would do Glamorama, um, we brought models in for that show. Yeah. From Chicago or New York or whatever. Yeah, and Fash Bash Glamorama is kind of what brought me to the Twin Cities. Yeah. Um, I used to work with Myron Johnson for many years working on that show and, and the team there as well. Um, it was nice. You know, the thing is, 
There is a good crop. We have great agencies, you know, from Ignite to Arquette to Karen to More Creative to Wayman to the so there agency. Is, oh, there is Meredith. a big selection. That, there yeah. are great models to be had, and uh-huh. we support the agencies. I only book from agencies so that we can support our community of good professional talent. It's, again, local. And yes. that's, you know, we're all about supporting local. And I work with a lot of the agencies these days on education, which means how do you encompass your brand? How do you show up? How do you get a casting? How does one walk? Yeah. You know, all of those things. I teach a class that we I do at Karen or with the Arquette Agency, which we I've titled Industry 101, which means how does one show up and actually get the job or encompass what you need to do for the brand? Yeah, because that's not always so easy. And either. there's a lot required. Everyone wants to model. I think they don't realize the workload that's included with it. Models work very hard. Oh, yes. And I mean, in, in shows go fast. They go very fast. They usually have multiple changes yes. during a show. You, there's so, like, you know, for example, like with something like Fashionopolis, sometimes I have showed 130 to 160 outfits. Oh, my gosh. So imagine and how many styling models those. do you have for that? Typically number. 25 to 26. Oh, that's and a lot the of thing changes. is, what people don't realize about the events that I do is I'm not just producing them, I'm also styling them. Yeah. So that's why I mean, see, that's the thing is you sit in an audience and you watch the models come down the runway. You're looking at the clothes and their accessories and you may look and see, oh, you think she could walk differently or that. But but that's you're getting this overall feeling. I don't think anybody realizes all that goes into putting those outfits on that runway well no one i think no one does and then all of a sudden you see it set to a certain song or music or lighting that just is meant to accent what it is you know what runway is as a lot of people don't realize was it's the movement of a garment right and then for people who were in the audience it was a runway was developed for people to be able to buy the clothes yeah and that stop at the runway was really the elevation of looking at the look going yep i want that from head to toe yeah what's your feeling you know for many years when I worked at Dayton's, I did the commentary because fashion shows yeah. were always commentated. Yes. And nowadays that doesn't happen. What's your feeling? I, I mean, I I guess I feel sometimes that's missing. It is missing. You know, for me, you know this. I mean, I host a lot of my yeah. events mm-hmm. and I try to always make sure that there's an accent to talk about the look because I feel like right. you get right. a nod to the designer, you get a nod to the design, you get to talk about the look. I think there's a good mix where sometimes you need both. Yeah, I, I guess what I, I remember, it would always be fun and especially you know, like you do it for a group and they wanted to know, you know, what is this or what texture is that or if it was a wedding gown, what it's made of and all. But there was a chance to add humor to the show absolutely, and make it more of a production or a show as opposed to just the models going down. My favorite thing is when I'm hosting and someone says to me either after or even in the midst, I see people that are dressed really nicely and or somebody goes, oh, my God, I was really in love with that piece. Where did it come from? Why just style it that way? Those are the things that, you know, you remember also, you know, this from your own past and doing shows, you're trying to sell kind of like the illusion of what it is, too. Right. You know that you want to build something where somebody goes, I like the pants, I hated the bag, maybe I like the whole thing. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's about what comes down and what inspires you. Right. And just tell me, you know, a show like Fashionopolis, because that is such a big show, from the day you're told, yes, we want you to put this together, 
how long does it take you? How many weeks or months or whatever would you say are involved in putting a show like that together? You know, sometimes it's a year process. Sometimes it's a half a year process. Sometimes it's just a couple of months. And everything that I do is different. I earmark everything a little different. Like, here's a touch. Here's something special. Here's something unique for you. I do new partnerships, i.e. CHA, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. That's a first-time partnership for me to work with Ridgedale so that they have something that's uniquely theirs. Yeah. You know, and those are the things that you want to think about. I am not um, Chanel. You know, and where <laughs> Chanel competes with Jean-Paul Gaultier right, or this right. designer. Yeah. So as an individual company, I'm trying to fill in all the blocks where I'm creating collections that are different all over the place. Well, I, I think it's fascinating. And I think that, you know, people, you know, I, I think you've given them more of a glimpse into what is involved. Because, you know, next time when you're sitting there in the front row of a fashion show, you'll be thinking, oh, this didn't just happen overnight. And um, you always put on a great and show. And the best thing to remember is if you go to a show and you like it, tell people or ask questions. Yeah. Don't be afraid. We're really approachable. Fashion always seems like it's not so much so. But it is. But, you know, and, yeah. we, and I also like you dress the part. We have to dress the part. Yep. Absolutely. Well, you have been a lovely expert. Thank you. I would you. have you back anytime. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, wind up Shop Girls for today. Welcome back. We are wrapping up Shop Girls. It's gone very quickly. It has. Maybe it stopped raining. Lexi, I can't see. Has it stopped raining? It looks like it's stopped for right now, but I know it's not done yet for yeah, the day. But it maybe, might start up again soon. Maybe we can get out there in between the drops and That'd be nice. you know, do a little shopping and go to some of the the great events that are out there. Or like you said, grab a great umbrella and get out and That's make it right. stylish, yeah. right? And, you know, they're the big ones like that mm-hmm. they use on the golf courses. Of course. Take care of you and a friend. <laughs> um, I want, before we get into a couple of the steals and deals, I wanted to mention, did you see, I think I sent you the article about Jennifer Lawrence yes. and her dress that she was wearing. I just love this. First of all, I mean, it looked like a very comfortable dress. It was just like a sundress, sort of a bone shade in just little spaghetti straps. And it was sort of tight on the bodice and then it just flared out. And she was walking down the street in New York and ran into a lady that she didn't know wearing the exact same dress. Now, first thing I thought that was funny about it is it turns out it's by um, a, a, a label that is not well known. Wait, what was the name of it? Do you remember? Grant? I don't because I haven't Wait, heard of the told, same. It's an, uh, an indie designer ethos brand brand ethos e-t-h-o-s okay and this woman i thought looked better in it than jennifer lawrence that's the first thing the second thing (laughs) is i love that it's new york and so it's just this little you know cool dress for a cool 625 dollars right i mean it's really cute but it looks like you could go into old navy and probably get the same dress for 25 dollars. well i was shocked when you sent it to me because i wasn't sure if you loved the dress or if you just loved the story well, it was it was more the story. That's what I thought. But I, you know, I, and I actually thought the other woman. That's all I know about her. She's the other woman. Wore it with Crocs that were in the same beige. Well, it's like who wore it better? And I liked it better. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lawrence had on black flats with an ankle strap. Yeah. Which I didn't think did it justice at all. So, um, but there you can go to Old Navy, or you could go on to. Um, 
uh, Amazon. It's like a trapeze style. Well, it's funny because Jennifer Lawrence was a big fan of Joan Rivers. And has that kind of oh, was she? Yeah, I didn't and, know that. And so it would have it would have been something that probably would have ended up on, you know, on the what was it the the show that Joan used to do with Melissa? Oh, fashion. Yeah. Oh, fashion, please. Yes, but it would have ended up on B stole my look. You know. Oh yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, it's just I. It was funny, and I just thought, especially the fact that this little dress was six hundred and some dollars. But anyway, um, the other thing I wanted to just quickly mention: Warby Parker has become such a popular eyeglass mm-hmm. place. There's a brand called Noah. I don't know if you know it. Mm-hmm. I did not know it until I was in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did have a store, <laughs> um, and actually, my grandson and my husband both got T-shirts. Not crazy prices. Um, Noah designs and they're great looking things and they have a partnership now um, with them on three different frames. This Brendan Babizian, the designer, I do know who he is. I don't. Well, apparently everybody in the world is getting to know him. He's also doing work for J. Crew now. Okay. And he does work in styling and designing for Noah as well as other things. And he's come up with these these designs of new eyeglasses. And you didn't are, get any coastal sunglasses while you were I there? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> um, but anyway, they're ninety five dollars a piece. And if you're interested, they're you know a little bit different from some of the sure. current Warby Parker. So that being said, let's take a few minutes for some steals and deals. Okay, well, I wanted to make sure that we let you know about Park Boutique. Um, They have a summer sale going on, 20 to 75% off. That is a good deal. Um, You can shop all of these markdowns. Now, you don't need a code. They are priced as marked both in-store and online, online, and all the sales are final sales. But they've got some great-looking things, and that might be something that you want to make sure that you, you check out. Um, Statement Boutique, which I love. Statement Boutique I is in the North Loop. Yes. It's right near Martin Patrick. Right next door. Three, and also across from Monte Carlo. That's how I always mm-hmm. identify it. And they've got some great new fall fashions coming in. But they also have 50% off on a summer clearance sale. Um, and there's 20% off on select jewelry pieces. So they're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6.30, Sunday, 11 to 4. And that's Statement Boutique at 212 3rd Avenue North in the North Loop. So I think those are certainly worth um, checking out. The Polo Classic is coming up. And you're involved in that. I will be judging there tomorrow, just looking at everyone's wardrobe and giving you a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and you get a little great prize. But yes, it's a fun thing to do. That's going to be from 11 to 5 uh, Sunday at Twin Cities Polo Club at 6755 Turner Road in Maple Plain. Um, You can go to thepoloclassic.com. Tickets start at $35. Um, Larissa Loden has her summer collection out this week it's called sun and sass she's it's all about finding your inner child i love that so that's a good thing uh and that is available at her shop at 2032 marshall avenue in saint paul i thought this is not a sale but i thought it's interesting joy noel has new fashion design workshops that are going to be taking place and each workshop is a series of four-week course 
geared towards a variety of skills. And you can register now uh, for fall and winter classes. You can go to joynoel.com, I believe it is. It's Joynoel Atelier. Atelier. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Joynoel Atelier. Okay. And Joy's lovely. She is, and obviously she knows what she's doing. So you might want to check that out. Um, this has gone so fast. It's gone so fast. I mean, you were a host. You were an expert. I know. Thank you for having me oh, on today. Always so much fun. Uh, get out there, even if it's drizzling a little bit, because there's so many fun activities going on, and it's a great weekend weekend for participating. Support your in stores, all of those. shop yes. local. Allie and I will be at Rosedale Center next week for Shop Girls, followed by a Young Girls Fashion Show. I think that you'll want to find out about that, and we will look forward to seeing you there. Have a great week, everybody.